You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. So China is a country that has for years suffered from poor air quality, Mm. but there may be some things that they can do to improve this situation. Yeah, air quality uh, in many of the capital cities around the world, uh, it can be dirty and that can be due to a number of factors, whether you've got uh, coal-fired power stations nearby, uh, perhaps it's due to dirty fuel, petrol uh, in vehicles. You know, we've seen in densely populated cities where there's a lot of uh, cars or, you know, trucks, buses, there tends to be dirtier air and there's nowhere more evident really than in China. I mean, I've I've been in Hong Kong when, uh, you know, you have a beautiful looking day and then the next day uh, this sort of smog kind of comes across from mainland China and you can see, you can see it in the air, you can sort of taste it in, in your mouth and, you know, you know, Hong Kong's not even right in the thick of it. There are much worse cities. Mm. And it has been a growing problem for particularly China, but also around the world. What is the solution? You, you, if you, you want to keep the lights on, you need to have power. Unfortunately, as it is, coal is set up, it is running, and it is a dirty fuel source. Mm. But it is what is keeping many of the lights on around the world. Mm. And until those are switched off and maybe switched to, say, nuclear or solar or wind or some other uh, renewable energy, mm. we are going to have to live with this, uh, this dirty air. And so... There are a number of scientists that are doing research and looking into how do we clean the air. Obviously, the best thing to do would be turn them off. But as, as I said, it's, I mean, it's not economically viable. It, there's going to be fight back from governments around the world. I mean, look at the United States at the moment. They've withdrawn from the Paris Climate Accord. Uh, China is doing its part in, in looking to create vast wind farms and solar panels, mm. but it still has dirty air. And... One of the solutions potentially is what has been built as a sort of a test case scenario, which is an experimental tower in uh, northern China. Researchers at the Institute of Earth Environment at the Chinese Academy of Sciences say that uh, there have been air quality improvements around about three square miles in the last few months based on this tower that has been built. Now, it's a 100 metres high or 328 feet and it's as I said built in northern China where it is uh, you know a lot of dirty air and it's dubbed the world's biggest air purifier and uh, it's it, it does have a lot of greenery around the base it also uses heat to suck in the air from around the structure it uses heat which is actually generated by solar panels around the tower itself or maybe another power source in addition to that that heat then sucks the air up through this tower and within that it's you know trying to scrub out or run through filters to actually take out all these micro particles which do cause all of the the health issues yeah the head of the research Carl Junji said improvements in air quality had been observed in an area of 10 square kilometers in the city over the past few months and the tower has managed to produce more than 10 million cubic meters of clean air a day since its launch. Cal added that on severely polluted days the tower was able to reduce smog close to moderate levels. So it's not it's not completely eradicating the smog but it's actually taking it from extreme down to moderate which is uh, you know you still don't necessarily want to be breathing that in on an everyday basis unfortunately China is stuck with that at Mm. this point in time but it is better than not having it. So 
the average reduction in PM 2.5, which is the fine particles in smog, determined to be the most harmful uh, to health, mm. fell 15% during heavy pollution. Now, there is some anecdotal evidence of people around the areas suggesting that it, uh, they have noticed a difference in the air quality. It uh, Look, it's early days. It's going to need a, a lot more time. It is, from my understanding, costly at this stage. It could be the technology of the future. It could be used to you know, suck out the, the particles from the air and produce the clean air. It could be a pipe trim as well. It could be way too expensive. Well, isn't it amazing that this system is entirely powered by electricity, most of which is generated by coal-fired power plants? Well, there, there you go. So I thought there was some green energy, but it's coal-fired. So in a way, all it's doing is is taking a few percentage points and then probably off what um, you know you know the bad particles that it's putting up so mm. if you didn't have the coal fire, uh, fired plants you probably wouldn't need these towers so they're continuing to power the cities and the country with uh, coal and then sort of taking out some of the bad particulates now in uh, Canada they're actually looking at sort of a similar kind of idea but in an alternate way which is siphoning carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and this is it's sort of it's like a wall of fans it's quite quite big and it's just sucking the air through and what it's trying to do is sort of scrub the carbon dioxide right. um, out it's of another, this another giant air purifier essentially and yeah it, look it, it can the cost of pulling a ton of CO2 from the atmosphere but ranges between US $94 and US Um, The last comprehensive analysis of the technology conducted by the American Physical Society in 2011 estimated that it would cost $600 per tonne. So this is US dollars we're talking about. So if you, you know, current Australian dollar conversion, it's over $1,000 a tonne. And mate, the number of tons that are being pumped into the atmosphere throughout the world, uh, yes. I, I don't think it's going to be affordable to scrub it in this way. But and then you have to look at what you dispose of it with because you can't, it's not about just saying, okay, we'll just put it in a filter and then we'll just sit it over here to you know, wear away and then get back into the atmosphere. Uh, there's talks about maybe converting that into some kind of fuel source mm. and then reselling that, but mm. you're still not going to get, um, you know, sequestering it's another option, burying yeah. it underground, pumping well, it underground. Buried underground was the next uh, option as well. So putting it back into the ground where it had sort of originally been released from and leaving, and so sort of trying to balance it out. On the one hand, we need to be looking at all solutions, particularly because if we want cleaner air, we have the choice: either we turn off the coal-fired power stations and you know, go to a completely different energy or we continue to use the dirty fire power stations, maybe with sort of reducing over time, but we've got all of this extra CO2 and other fine particulates in the air that, that weren't there before and are not being cleaned up. You know, we've got deforestation at a massive rate. Uh, we've got continuing to add to the atmosphere all of this CO2 from uh, burning fossil fuels. Mm. So if we want to reverse all that, we need to look at all options. Yeah, it's and, true. And, and this, whilst expensive and may sound expensive now, perhaps it is a, still a cheap solution considering what we're sort of facing over the next 100, uh, even, you know, 1,000 years uh, with, with climate change and the like. And just going back to those Chinese air purifiers, those giant towers that you were talking about, you know, some people are saying that they've noticed, and this is in the immediate area, yep. so you've got to be very close to one of these things, yep. literally within about, say, a five-kilometre radius to, to potentially notice any improvement in mm-hmm. air quality. And there's even disputes among people who've been asked, you know, did you notice a, a benefit because you were living close to this new tower? There are some people who are saying they noticed it was just 
as bad as everywhere else, they notice nothing. They that's, notice no benefit. Yeah. There is a full-size tower that's uh, proposed. It would be 500 metres tall, so 1,640 feet, uh, with a diameter of 200 metres. So it's massive. This is according to a patent filed in 2014. And so that is, a, is an attempt to really scale the whole thing up and, and build a, an even bigger one, which would give you a bigger radius of purified air. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.